If you want to change your income, if you want to change the kind of revenue that you make, if you want to change your cash flow, you have to fall in love with sales. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Unstoppable Woman podcast. I'm Amira Alvarez, the founder and the CEO of the Unstoppable Woman, and I'm super excited today to talk about sales with you, the truth about sales. What stops you from actually making money right now, today? I don't care where you're at in your income level, if you're not getting the results that you want financially, I mean cash flow, I mean income, I mean revenue generation, I mean money coming into your business. If you are not getting the results that you desire, then you need to listen up because you're looking at sales, you're looking at your business, you're looking at money generation with a perspective that's not serving you with a perspective that is keeping you stuck, keeping you in limited thinking, keeping you stuck in what I call the lies or the stories, not that you're intentionally lying to yourself, you are unconsciously, subconsciously believing beliefs that are not accurate and they are keeping you stuck in an old way of acting, an old way of moving through this world, an old way of running your business that is not conducive for you to serve at your highest level, much less make the kind of money that you want. So let me talk about why those two things are really quite related. If you are not making the income that you desire and you're struggling financially, you're behind the eight ball, you got bills to pay, things to do, you cannot invest in yourself, invest in your life, invest in your business because you are strapped. You won't be able to get your message out as easily, much less help people with the product or the service that you have because you don't have the money to run your freaking business. This means hiring team. This means hiring mentors. This means hiring um, people to install software for you, contractors. This means the actual software. This means the office space. This means the computers. You need money in our society to grow your life and make your impact. That's in your business, okay? That's just in your business. What about the impact that you wanna make in your family, in your personal life? How do you wanna be spending your money in your personal life? Are you someone who wants to contribute to causes but feels like they don't have enough money to contribute at the, the level that they would like? Then you have to think about that impact being held back, shrunk, because you don't understand the truth about sales. So why do I call it the truth about sales? Well, because most people start and stop, quite frankly, at the a surface level about sales. They, they talk about just the outer game components, meaning the questions that you need to ask, which are very important, do not get me wrong. When I understood the questions in context of what sales was, what money was, how it worked, how to become 
a master of it rather than a slave to it, understanding the psychology behind it, understanding how my self-image and my belief structure were all factoring into what I was willing or not willing to do vis-a-vis sales, then I understood that it's not just about the questions. Yes, you have to understand and have these ways of breaking through psychology that keeps people limited from having you help them solve their problems. So let me take a step back from that. Let's talk about what sales is for a moment. So sales is service. You have to understand that. Most people do not understand that. Most people have a limiting belief around money that says when you are sold something, someone is taking money from you out of your limited funds and may or may not uh, do good on that, right? Provide what they said they would. Maybe you even have a, a scarcity thinking that says, I always get taken advantage of or people people charge too much. They're always like it's highway robbery, right? How many of you have heard someone say that about the fees that someone charged or the price of something, some experience or some product, or you yourself have said that? That's highway robbery. Oh my God, that's highway robbery. Is it? Or is that just coming from your perspective, your limited funds, your inability to grasp how that might be solving someone's problem at the highest level? So sales is about service. It's about saying, I have a product or service that is going to help you solve a problem. So in a sales conversation, you need to be thinking about, does this person have a problem that my product or service solves. Because if if they don't, you don't sell them anything. That's not in integrity. That is not useful. That is not helping. That is manipulation. That is not a high integrity sales conversation. However, if they have a problem that you can solve, Making a sale in that context is of the utmost service. So we're not going light today. We're going deep today on sales. And I just want to let you know that I love sales. I love teaching sales. I love making sales. I love it when my clients make more sales and they tell me, you know, I made more this month than I did in the last six months of last year, right? I love that. That's so rewarding because I know that that equals a better life for them. Now, some of you might be going, well, more money doesn't solve all your problems. That is 100% true, okay? Money wasn't meant to solve the love problem or the self-worth problem or the, um, you know, peace of mind in terms of like um, habitual worry problem. But money does pay your credit card bills and money does allow you to go on nicer trips or fund your kid's private school or go out to dinner and not look at the prices on the menu and just buy what you want. It allows you to, you know, buy the skincare products that you want without checking the price tag all the time. These things, these are the things that money does buy. Does it buy what meditation does? No that's different. That's what meditation does. Okay. So don't confuse the matter and don't start saying, 
I don't want to make money because money doesn't solve everything. That's a way of convincing yourself that I don't have to figure out how to make money. I don't have to figure out how to make sales in a way that makes sense to me is high integrity, high authenticity, is relationship based, not transactional, transactionally based. That's just a cop out is what I'm saying. Okay. It's saying, I don't want to do the work. I don't want to confront the fact that I don't know how to do sales in a way that doesn't make me uncomfortable. Because fundamentally, when you think about sales, you've probably experienced many times where you felt uncomfortable saying no to someone or, or uncomfortable with the, the situation or what they were trying to, to, to sell you and you felt manipulated or pressured. But there are many times where you've been sold something, where you have bought something, where you haven't been pressured, where you haven't been manipulated, but you don't remember those. Now you got to think why that might be, what might be driving that? You have to look at your own psychology not just the psychology of sales, quote unquote, but your own psychology. And guess what? They're related. If you want to change your income, if you want to change the kind of revenue that you make, if you want to change your cash flow, you have to fall in love with sales. And that is going to take, for some of you, confronting the stories that you tell yourself about sales and why you avoid it and why it makes you uncomfortable. You're going to have to confront the fact that you are actually in a story around sales. All the businesses that you see in the world, that all of them are not manipulating, advantage seeking, taking advantage of you companies. You have to, you have to acknowledge that there are a lot of good people. The majority of businesses out there are doing something incredibly powerful and incredibly good for this world. They are offering something of high value in exchange for the money that they receive for that product or service. And the fact that you are aligning yourself with people who might have misused their power of influence or misused how they did sales as a reason for you to stop. That's an invisible barrier that's keeping you from your good. And you have to bring truth to the situation, which is to look outside and say, are all these companies really screwing people over? Is that what you really think? If it is, you actually need to not be an entrepreneur because that's a double bind. Okay. If you think that business for the most part is in business to take advantage of people, you need to not be in business. Okay. Now, does that mean that there aren't companies that do take advantage of people? Yes. That happens all the time. They do do bad things. Exxon Mobil, right? The Valdez oil spill. They do do bad things. Bad things happen. The cigarette industry, bad things happen right? I'm not giving business across the board a pass. But if you, if you are allowing that to be 
so big in your mind that you don't move forward and choose to do it differently, choose to be on the side of doing business well, then you need to you need to actually not be in business, right? You need to claim the fact that I'm in business, I'm not running a hobby. If you're not making money in your business, you're running a hobby. Might be a very expensive hobby, but it's a hobby nonetheless. That that was an ouch to me at one point because that was me, okay? But you need to learn how to make money move. You need to learn how to make sales if you're in business for yourself. And I don't care what level you're at. You could just be starting out. You could have been in business for several years. You could have you could have not yet crossed the six-figure mark. You could have just crossed the six-figure mark. You could have already crossed the seven-figure mark. There are some people who have a, a, a business where a lot of money flows through it, but they're not making a lot of sales, okay? People that are in businesses like uh, the wedding industry, they might funnel all the the contracts through it, so it might look like they have a multi-million dollar business, but what their actual income is, is quite small. So I don't care actually what level you are currently at. If you don't know how to make money move on command whenever you want it, then you have not mastered money and you certainly have not mastered sales. So we don't want you to be a slave to money, we want you to master money. So sales is an exchange of a tangible or intangible good, service, or asset in exchange for money. That's all that sales is, okay? If you're not making the kind of money that you want, you gotta take a look at this. This is the rest of this, I'm like, just listen up. You have to have to look at this, okay? And I know that it's super frustrating. You probably are really good at what you do. Like, you're just exceptional at it. And you've got a good heart. You probably work hard. But if you're not pricing and positioning and speaking about what you do with confidence, with the right language, and you're not selling your product or service effectively, then you got a problem and you got to solve this. Okay, you, you, this 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 is about what is happening in that invisible area, that invisible layer. You know that you have something good going on, but you're not seeing the results. What is blocking you? What is stopping you? It's invisible to you because you're probably saying that it's a time issue or it's a marketing issue or it's a team issue or it's a uh, manufacturing issue but it's not. It's a sales issue. You need to learn sales. You have to learn sales. Okay. And like everything that I teach, there's an inner game and an outer game component. So the inner game is that mental perspective, the mindset, the beliefs. We've already covered a few of those already in this podcast, but there is so much more to this. Okay. You have to master that inner game. That's where the psychology comes in, your own psychology and the psychology of humans so that you know how to relate to people. Let's break this down. Let's 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 explain exactly why this is important. So money comes from source through people through sales. So if you don't understand that there is abundant money, there's more money in circulation now than there has ever been in the history of humankind and it keeps it keeps growing. Where does it come from? 
It comes from source, meaning the non-form, meaning people's ideas about how to contribute to this society, this world that we live in. And then it comes through people, comes through someone else. I say, you have that problem. I have this idea, which in tangible form is a product or a service that can help you solve your problem. Would you like that problem solved? If you do, then here's how it works. You give me this money in exchange for my solution that I'm going to provide you. That's how it works. So human beings are incredibly important in this process. You've got to get good with their psychology and you've got to get good with your own psychology. That's super important. You also have to know that money isn't coming from them. It's coming through them. All of us are just a temporary manager of money. It's ours to play with, ours to use, but it's not coming from us. There's a bigger source to it. Okay, so you're gonna need to know both the inner game and the tactical outer game. And if you really wanna master your income generation and have that sort of massive income breakthrough, you must master sales. Have I said that like five times, 10 times so far? I'm, I'm just gonna keep saying that to, in hopes that for those of you who are super resistant to sales, one of these times it's gonna drop in. I know that I was an early adopter of sales and I have to admit, I think that was one of my unconscious competencies. I was scared just like everyone else to get on a call and have that conversation, but I knew that I needed to learn how to do this. I knew intuitively that this was the mechanism that was going to help me build not just my business, but my life. Okay, so I started learning and I've learned from a lot of different people and then I put it into practice and then I started teaching people and they put it into practice and my clients have extraordinary results, okay? So it's, it's really key, it's fundamental, it's essential, it's non-negotiable. Yet so many people have hangups, especially if they're selling themselves. Selling someone else, selling another company, selling a company's product or service is different than when you're the agency owner, when you're the owner of a company, when you're the, the lawyer, the landscape designer, the, the health coach, the person who is going to actually execute on what you've sold as well. All sorts of things come into play. Your, your own self-worth issues come into play. And, and it can really uh, get things a little funky behind the scenes, okay? So you have to work through, through those kinds of things. And it keeps people from selling. It makes them want to avoid it. My funny way of saying it is like they, they run from the room when I talk about you got to learn sales, okay? And, and this is where it's super important. When I work with my clients on sales, they've invested and they've said yes to this concept and then they have to do the work if they want to get the ROI on the investment, okay? And 99% of them will do it, though that it's interesting how the resistance comes up throughout the teaching and learning process. But that's why it's important not to just do some one and done kind of training, but to really you know, be in a container that then you have to practice 
the what you've learned and put it to the test because nothing changes if you leave it an intellectual understanding. So some of you are going to take what I've shared here in this podcast, some of the 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 perspective shifts that are huge, the belief shifts that are huge, the tactical shifts that are huge and DIY it, run with it. That's going to be fabulous. I fully support that as a committed person who understands personal responsibility and wanting to to you know value hack teachings i understand that perspective and if you really want to shortcut things you have to have the application as well and that doesn't happen when you do it yourself it happens in a different way but you have to be held to a higher standard and you won't see it for yourself that has been my experience and when my clients get the feedback from me it changes everything because you know you can't see the forest for the trees and these little tweaks that are actually quite significant change so much so okay what does running from the room actually look like i want to give you some examples of it so that you can call yourself out on this okay this is one of the the features of being an unstoppable woman it's not shaming yourself or guilting yourself but it is saying oh shit i do that and saying, I'm going to do it differently, which requires that you make different choices and different decisions. So here are a few examples. Um, not having enough people in their pipeline. and But this is actually a story, complete story, because there are billions of people in this world, okay? There's no shortage of people. Just like there's no shortage of money, you just have a cash flow issue. There's no shortage of people that are excellent right clients for you. You just have an action issue. You just have an initiative issue. You just have a fear issue. You're just not willing yet to put yourself out there enough that you run out, quote unquote, of people to call or talk to. But the rub is that the more you act, the more people you have to call. You will never run out of people to call. Never. Unless you don't want what you're telling me that you want. Okay, unless the fear is so much bigger than your desire. So that is something that we need to talk about. We need to talk about in depth. You have to want what you want more than what you will have to face in order to get there. You have to want your goal, your dream, your freedom more than your fear of making a fool out of yourself and fear of saying the wrong thing, fear of making a mistake, fear of not doing it right, fear of other people not liking you, fear of rejection, fear of not belonging. All of those fears, fears of success even, fear of judgment, all of those fears you will face in the sales process as you learn to master uh, master sales. You will face all of those fears and you have to want what you want more then you want to avoid what it's going to take to confront those fears. And that's the truth. Okay. So running from the room from sales looks like telling yourself some, some stories about uh, people out there. It looks like avoiding picking up the phone, getting too busy with other things in your, your business, um, team issues, uh, not enough time issues. Okay that looks like you not wanting to do sales okay so being that's the being over busy uh story other stories that you tell yourself i don't want to be pushy i don't want to be salesy yeah who wants to be pushy who wants to be salesy except i do 
when it means that I'm really showing up for someone, I will call someone out on a lie that they're telling themselves about why they can't do something. That might be pushy. I don't say it in a pushy way. The tone of voice isn't pushy, which is something that you have to learn, okay? But I am going to be someone who asks the hard questions. Because why would I want to let someone off the hook with, because I didn't answer the hard question. If I left the, let them quote unquote off the hook, they don't get their problem solved. They stay stuck. They stay in inertia. They stay hitting their head up against the wall. They stay not growing. They stay not growing their business. That's why I'm so direct when I'm teaching. That's why I'm so direct in my coaching. That's why I'm so direct on this podcast. That's why I'm so direct in a sales call. Because it's not okay for me to not be of the highest service to you. And for me to be of the highest service to you, I have to speak the truth to your limiting beliefs. And you must learn how to do that for yourself in the context of your own business, okay? And think about what it means to say, I don't want to be salesy. Are you saying you don't want to be of service to people? Are you saying you don't want money to move to you? What are you actually saying when you say, I don't want to be salesy? Most people, I think, think it means I don't want to be manipulative, But the truth is, you don't want to face someone not liking you. You don't want to face someone rejecting you. You don't want to face not belonging to the tribe. Because back in the, the, you know, early years of our evolution as a species, if we didn't belong to the tribe, we were thrown to the wolves. We would not survive. It actually equaled death to us. But that is no longer true. That is no longer true. And this is about doing the work, becoming the person who will never be someone who's thrown to the wolves. Who always understands that she knows how to survive. Not just a meager existence. But she knows how to make as much money as she wants whenever she wants it. Now that's a freaking high bar. But you can have that. That's what freedom is. Okay? Well, part of what freedom is, at least financially. Okay. So I think you need to reframe what it means to say that I don't want to be salesy. To, you know. I want to be someone who has mastered sales because that means mastering my emotional subconscious programming that keeps me stuck, feeling trapped in my life, never feeling free. That's what it means. Are you saying that you don't want your freedom? Because that's what that means. That's the truth there. Okay. What about, I don't want them to think I'm just after their money. That's a one, that's one that I hear a lot. Well, guess what, guys? That's binary thinking. That's either or thinking. That if I'm selling a product or service that helps, 
that it's either that or I just want their money. Why can't she want their money and give them extraordinary value in return for it? Why can't she want their money and provide amazing service so that they love having worked with you, bought from you? Why is it bad to want money? Okay, so these are the words that people say to me. I don't want to impose on people. I don't want to overstep and make them uncomfortable. But all of this kind of stuff, this is the story that's keeping you trapped. And this is a confusion. It's a lie. And this is a cover-up for I want them to like me. Okay, and I touched on this already, but it's worth going over again. So I want them to like me, don't want them to not like me, which is really a fear of rejection, which is really a fear of not belonging, okay, which is really a fear of dying, being thrown out of the tribe, okay? But who is the them that we're talking about here? I don't want them not to like me. Why are you giving them the power over your safety and security, your survivability? Because that's what you're doing. You're giving someone else the, their, their judgment. You're giving them the power to keep you small or to, to give you freedom by saying you want them to like you, that that's the most important thing. It's not the most important thing. Some of my clients have not liked me in the moment, at least when I've, you know, shared with them the way that they are getting in their own way. In fact, one of my clients who has just done exceedingly well in the first few months of this year, she's already made more money than I think she did in the last six months of last year. Okay, she just shared with our Spirit of Wealth sisters. She uh, joined that program as well. And she said, you know, there are times where I really don't like Amira. Okay, but then I do what she tells me to do and I get different results and then I get it and I like her. Okay, but sometimes it's hard in that moment. So you're not paying me to tell you pretty things and nice things so that you'll like me. That doesn't actually serve my clients, move them beyond their blocks. And neither is that true for your clients. When you're selling someone and they're in a lie, do you have to be um, aggro about it? Do you have to be um, aggressively uh, dismissive or denigrating of someone else? No, that is not what I'm arguing. But you do have to speak truth to where they're coming up with stories. And this is what people want to avoid because they want people to like them. But that's not why people are paying you. They're not paying you to like them or for them to like you. They are paying you to solve their problem. And you got to get good with that, okay? Okay? Because whose opinions matter? My clients' opinions matter, but only if they do what I tell them and they don't get the results. Then we can have a different conversation. But if they're prejudging the product or service that you're selling, they don't have the experience on which to base that opinion. And yet you're giving them all the power. Not okay. Okay, just not okay. And is it really serving them for you to agree with their story, their fears, their perspective? No, and all this judgment or uh, 
fear of judgment that you have is ignorance. It's just fear. Okay. It's just fear. And it's ignorance of where money comes from and how to create it. And, and it's, it's a indication of being in a scarcity mindset. And most of the time that's going to come out over objections around time and money. So you really need to know how to speak to those objections. You need to know how to answer those questions that people have. Okay. In a way that is honest and truthful, but doesn't step into their story. Okay. And you will learn how to do this on the field of play. You need to learn it in a, in trainings like this podcast, but also we are doing a sales intensive at the end of this month. It's February 22nd and 23rd. It's a Monday and Tuesday. And if you are like, oh my God, she's convinced me. I need to learn sales. I'm in my own way. I'm hitting that invisible, you know, story limit. You know, I need to break through on the income side of things. My cash flow sucks. Let's let's take this to the next level. Okay. Let's do this thing. Okay. Because you have to learn the, the ways to ask questions, the ways that you need to listen, what to listen for, the psychology about the order of the questions that you ask, um, how to stay really true while, um, holding people to a higher standard in that conversation. You need to know how to speak to the objections. You need to know how to get people on the phone. Okay. You need to know how to do all of that in a high integrity way. And you need to know how to manage your own mindset around this so that you don't go down a rabbit hole. You need to know how you track things, what what to track, what your KPIs need to be around this. If you don't know what KPIs are, that's fine. You actually need to learn that though, okay? That's more of a reason to do this, okay? So, So you have to learn all of this in, in a training like the sales intensive that we're doing, and then you actually have to apply it. You can't just leave it be sort of intellectual learning or book study. You have to put it to uh, use in on the field of play so that you can have an experience of using it, get that feedback, and then get the tweaks that I'll give you, the, the direction that I'll give you so that you can then go back out on the field of play and do it again and have that next level success. And if you do that regularly, you will master sales. Okay. So the sales intensive is February 22nd and 23rd. It's virtual. Uh, it's two days of an intensive sales training with me. You're going to learn about your own psychology and the psychology that you have to understand about other people. This is very tactical. Okay. You're going to learn the tactical questions to to ask what you need to say at what point in the conversation. And, and then there is this application period. There's going to be several weeks after the sales intensive that I'm coaching you on your sales calls. Okay. And need to get that feedback. So if you're at all interested in this, the best thing that you could do is talk to Michelle on my team who has all the details and can walk you through, you know, what's involved and what the investment level is and the time commitment and what the the follow-up coaching is that we're doing and help you make a really good decision for yourself. If it's the right thing, you'll be able to enroll. If it's not the right thing, that's all good. We can see if there's another way we can help you or maybe we're not a good fit for you. Uh, Zero hard sell, 
all about being of high service to you. So if you're interested in that, uh, reach out to Michelle at theunstoppablewoman.com slash Michelle, M-I-C-H-E-L-E. So one L for Michelle. And that will take you to her calendar and you can find some time to talk to her. Okay, so let's wrap this up. I have a bunch more that I want to say, but I really want to make this short and sweet from here on out. Okay, what else? You have to really ask yourself, what is most important to you? When we think about these agreements that we're making with other people to stay small, that agreement of, I am not going to ask you the hard question because I want to be liked. I don't want to reach out to you a third time because I want to be liked. I don't want you to think that I'm being too pushy, right? What is most important to you? The short-term agreement with that belief, okay, or your big dreams, your big goals, your freedom. You have to look at it in those terms. Are you willing to compromise your big dreams for a lie that says, if I reach out a third, fourth, fifth time, then I'm being too pushy, right? That's what's at stake. You're believing a lie or you're going after your dreams. Wishing is not a strategy. Wishing that it would be different. Wishing that everyone responded to you the first time you sent them a text. That is not a strategy. Wishing that people just wanted to buy your product or service when you told them this is what it is and this is how much it, it, uh, the price is. That is not a strategy, guys. That's, that's wishing. That is not a, an effective strategy. That is not how people buy. That is not how it works. Okay? So you have to see that this is self-sabotaging behavior and go out of magical thinking that like, I will build it and they will come. Well, a handful of people might come, but if you really want a business, you've got to learn how to get good with people and move money. And get then on the other side of the sales conversation, that's, that's where the money moves. The other side of the sales conversation, you have to really love what you're doing and be committed to, to over-delivering on the service that you provide. Now, over-delivering doesn't mean burnout, doesn't mean having porous boundaries doesn't mean overworking, um, doesn't mean, you know, you know, being paid $5 an hour because you, you know, spend too much time on each client. No, none of that is what's at stake here. None of that is what I mean. What I mean is that you have to step out of the magical thinking that says, I'm just going to make the money without changing how I'm showing up or how I think. That doesn't work. That's not how it works. It, it's never worked that way, okay? And we all do this at different levels. I've seen it at all income length levels. So you gotta ask yourself, what do you want more? To be committed to your existing way of thinking and acting, which gives you your current results? Or are you committed to doing whatever it takes to achieve your dreams? Are you more interested in not putting your foot in your mouth and making a mistake? Or are you more interested in executing on your dreams and your goals and of solving your cash flow issues? Money isn't everything. I get that. 
but it sure solves a lot of problems. It's a tool that allows you to purchase the things in your life that you desire and it allows you to continue to grow your business and make your impact. But without knowing how to move money, i.e. sales, okay, it's not a tool. Money won't be a tool under your control. You will be controlled by it. This is not freedom. This is being a slave to money rather than the master of money. So think about what it would mean to you if you were about to shift your perspective on your relationship to money forever and actually never be a slave to it. That's the carrot that I'm holding up for you with the sales intensive. What would that actually allow you to do? Like if you were never a slave to money again, if you never thought, hmm, should I, can I afford that? Should I buy that? If you were never afraid that money was going to run out again, and this is not an ad, this is not advocating for, you know, spendthriftic spending, okay? Or spending from fear. This is saying that if you master knowing how to move money, you will never be in that state again where you're like, oh, I want that, but I can't have that. And that's your own psychology that gets to change as you change who you're being in the sales process. And it changes everything, okay? So you have to think, what would get to happen for you if you not only were able to pay off your credit cards, you know, and fund the life that you want for your family, for yourself. But what if your relationship to money changed entirely? What would that mean to you? Because that is the carrot that I'm holding up. And very few people out there get how this works. Very few people get how this works or even have the chutzpah to say, I want to know how that works and I'm willing to do whatever it takes for that level of freedom. That's, that's my story. I had to go through this myself, but I was so committed to having my best life, making my impact in this world, being of service in this world at the highest level. I didn't want to be trapped. I had to learn this. I had to make a study of it. And it changed my life. And I want that for you too. So if this is resonating for you, one last little reminder, sales intensive. It's the only one we have scheduled for this year, this entire 2021. So if you want to get in on this, now is the time. Please reach out to Michelle at theunstoppablewoman.com slash Michelle, M-I-C-H-E-L-E-1-L. And remember, it's the unstoppable woman. So there's a the in front of it. And that's what I've got for you today. So I hope to see you at the sales intensive. Let's create your breakthrough and help you master the movement of money. Rock it out. Be unstoppable. See you in the next episode. Hey there, my friend. Do you resonate with what you just heard? Then head over to our free resource page and get more of our good stuff, including our free unstoppable woman playbook and money breakthrough system. You'll find that and more at theunstoppablewoman.com slash free stuff. Thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe 
and I'll see you in the next episode.